even looking on it on the very small scale of like, what did I do today? When you feel like, hey, I fucked up. I didn't do what I wanted. It's it's more so like, are you going to get up tomorrow and eat the same fucking baked potato with cheese and fucking bacon that you're just like so used to eating? Or are you going to try something new? Right. And it's one of those things like even having the food truck, I'll be like, man, this shit's so fucking terrible. But when you just sit back and clean that thing, the easiest thing to say is that it was better than what it was before. And if you look at your life in that same manner, if you say, hey, I did this even though I didn't want to, or, you know, I ate a salad even though I didn't want to, but the doctor told me this was good. If you continue to do that every day, you're not going to focus on the things that you missed out in life, but you're going to focus on the things that you actually progressed with in life. Hi, how are you? Hope your week's going well. Welcome to a very special episode of Fresh Off the Dome. I'm your host, Prescott Alvarez, and on this week's episode, I'm interviewing my good friend, Casey Gould. Uh, Casey was actually uh, friend, uh, roommates with me in college. He went to high school with me, although I didn't know him. He is now the owner of a food truck in Houston and their surrounding area called Food Music Love. Food Music Love. Oh, shit. He's going to kick my ass if I don't get this right. How do I not know this? Food Music. What is it called? God dang it. You think I would look this up and be prepared before, but I'm going to Google this real quick. Food Music Life. Yeah, I knew that. Food, music, life. And Casey is one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life. Um, I'm sure we, this week's episode is actually a little bit more serious. We have, I was, I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I kind of got my feelings this episode. I was having a weird kind of week, was in a weird mood. And Casey called me up that night and said, Hey, man, you want a podcast? I got some stuff I want to talk about. And I, it actually was the right moment. I said, Absolutely, get your ass over here. And we just sat down, drank some beers, and talked about life. I hope some of y'all, I think it's one of the best podcasts I've done so far. It's really honest. It's kind of embarrassing, almost to the point where it was hard to listen to. So with that being said, I hope that you listen and take away and can relate and enjoy the episode, I guess. Guys, real quick before we start, I forgot to plug this. I'm so dumb. I'm so sorry. Be sure to check out uh, Casey's YouTube channel, FML Kitchen on YouTube, uh, Food Music Life on Instagram. Be sure to check out FreshOffTheDome.com, Fresh Off The Dome on iTunes, Spotify, and on Twitcher. Twitch? Twitch. I get that wrong every time. Um, yeah. So enjoy those, and uh, see you next week. So it's been a little while since it's been I've a while. podcast and since I've talked with you. That it has been, my friend. That it has been. How you been, Case? Um, I mean, you know, I've I've been living, if if that's 
good answer. Well, but um, to be honest, it's a terrible answer. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, I've been doing good. I've been doing bad. I've been kind of trying to find some sort of stability that I feel like I'm slowly getting closer to. So I, I kind of feel optimistic. Aren't right we now. all? That's great. Yeah. That's a good feeling to feel optimistic. I mean, to be honest, though, we talked earlier. Are you really feeling optimistic? Or are you Am feeling I feeling optimistic? I am feeling... No, I feel... I feel... I've been unoptimistic before. I feel... It's not that I don't feel... I just... You know life's... You know life's going to carry on no matter what. And it's just... It's scary when you don't know the unknown of it, right? That's yeah. what's... So I'm not like... I'm not scared. I'm not not scared. I'm just like... I'm more scared of the unknown. But I'm not like scared. I just... It's hard not to be in control or not knowing what the next thing is. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're kind of sitting there on the verge of things that you feel like could be. Right. And also you look around at everyone else yes. and you're like, well, I'm I'm not that, which is kind of a blessing and a curse yes. at the same time. Um, I don't want anyone else's life, but at the same time, I wish I knew exactly what I wanted for my life. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can understand that, man. If that makes any sense at all. And I just kind of had this come to jesus moment with myself recently like i was telling you about earlier where i just like woke up and it's like okay i guess now is the time where you it's time to make those decisions yeah you know because it's not that my options are limited right now they're not but it's pretty soon they probably can be yeah and i feel like maybe a few months ago i kind of had that a similar feeling to where it's like when you say i don't envy anyone else's life like obviously the path that you have chosen has led you into opportunities that you could not pursue if you had not chosen that path but at the same point in time when you chose those paths you clearly closed off doors that you decided you could no longer be right you weren't afraid of walking away from those entryways into those opportunities because you made those decisions right but at the same point in time when you age you're all of a sudden like like, oh, oh shit. shit did i yeah, yeah. was that the right decision oh, at the shit. time you know like, at the time at the time you're like oh yeah no problem i knew that yeah. i didn't want to do that and you don't but then regret you, i don't regret those paths i don't regret any of those but the thing is i want to when i get to the older me i want to make sure i don't have any of those regrets too and yeah. so i just like decisions i make now i know are like gonna affect that you're all of a sudden so. aware I'm of all of a sudden I am I you, am and you're like fuck all of a sudden these decisions <laughs> yeah. way more than they did when yeah, I was yeah exactly exactly because you still had you know not that I don't ha- again not that I don't have lots of options but yeah. they're slowly they are slowly starting to narrow themselves down and maybe they're more difficult yeah, like, to, and they're to operate or kind of like navigate and you're like oh well this option isn't easy but I want to take it and once again there's always an easy option but, you're but is like, it the shit. right option yeah you're like shit man but now all of a sudden the hard option is that much harder yes yes dude like yes. do i really do i have to <laughs> do, do i that? need that shit yeah. do i want do that I shit that? in my life 
Yeah. But then it's the cost benefit analysis. Like, are you going to eat shit now or are you going to eat shit later? You know? So it's just like. I, <laughs> or am I just not going to eat you, shit? Am now I just. See if I'm okay. Later? Yeah, exactly. But I think that's the be. worst. Because you might be, but you might not be. Exactly. You well, might be, but then you might not be. But uh, then. But at least if you, if you do try and then you eat shit. At least later you can say, well, I ate shit, but at least I fucking tried. But at least I got to that. At level. least I got to there. And yeah. I know for a fact I didn't work out. And that's way better than I have no idea if that would have worked out or not. Yeah. Man, that's like already I feel like that's a very, very good lesson to everyone. Yeah, to everyone, that, right? Like you're going to get past the things that you're working on now. But don't be a fool and think that they're going to be all of a sudden magically easier at the next level. Yeah. We all know when you beat the boss, the next boss is harder. Yeah, why is that? Dude, this sucks. I mean, well, it's Does it ever get easier? Does it ever get easier though? I think so. I think I think there's always moments of reprieve and you have to also understand how to accept that period of contentment or rest for what it is, but recognize that at each level of joy or happiness or contentment that you reach, you're gonna have to struggle to get to the next level of joy, happiness, or reprieve. I've been I've been coming to this part of like where i like even if i don't want to do something i I try to like find make the best of it no matter what no matter what it is like because it's something you have to do you think you have to do it you're gonna no matter what you got to do it are you gonna be are you gonna are you gonna be miserable doing it are you gonna try to be happy make the best of the situation because either way you're gonna have to fucking do it yeah so you know which one you gonna be miserable you're gonna try to look for the brightest side of it so that's the latest part that I've been trying to do myself. So maybe we should get a little bit more into exactly like what the concept of like being miserable or just having to do it is because we're at a point in time in our lives where we've we've been through things, you know, we've kind of done the basics. Right, the basics. We're a little bit past the basics. Maybe yeah. we're not super far past the yeah, basics, yeah. but we're like Hey, you know, all of a sudden now it's like, well, if I have to cut a corner, it means I'm actually going to have to cut a corner and that corner may bite me in the ass later. Right. Or, you know, hey, I think I'm going to do things this way and it's going to have to wait a year, five years. You know, we kind of have this understanding of the payout no longer being instant. And that's part of aging, you know, think about like being a business owner and you're like, well, hey, I'm going to invest in this and it's going to take 5, 10, 20 years to pay out. But that's kind of what having gray hairs and being old is, is that you can recognize the system of things. And you're like, okay, if I work the system this way, it's going to pay out for me in these different dividends. Or if I do things in this regard, I'm going to create a persona or an identity that's eventually going to give me this reward. And I feel like, you know, that's something that you and I may be totally on different wavelengths of, but we still have that same fundamental understanding of like, whatever we do now, it should take time. Because if we can get instant rewards on it, well, it's either too good to be true or everybody else is going to do it too. And eventually it's going to go away very quickly. That happened with me. That happened on a couple of things like that I was pursuing and then everyone started 
I feel like everyone got on the same bandwidth and now it's like not the it's not the abnormal it's not what it's not worth what the squeeze the juice isn't worth the squeeze anymore You're talking about podcasting I'm not talking about podcasting I'm talking about being an accountant other endeavor going to college i guess you know i just like dude, <laughs> hey, going to college whoa, hey that's a hot whoa, i mean it just seems like there. it just seems like you got your high school degree now congratulations yeah. everybody else in the fucking yeah, world has one of those too no who gives a fuck nobody gives a, nobody fuck. Gives like, a fuck and but to be honest nobody gives a fuck like even worse if you don't have a college degree. yeah i know like, i know you cannot give a fuck if you have a college degree but even worse like if you don't have a college degree you're fucking nothing. yeah dude. and i feel terrible for the people that like have that existence because yeah. there's still a lot of us that do and it's like college is a fucking vacuum for your money like yeah, you can dude. see it i don't and yeah, I think like things like that. So it's just like okay, like you said earlier, I'm trying to set myself up for the investments that will make the biggest dividends later on in my life. Yeah. And but those investments have to be started now, and I, it's hard to choose where you invest your time, where you invest your money, where you invest your energy, where you invest your love. And it's just hard deciding those things when you don't know. It's like the stock market. You might invest in something and it might totally crap out on you. But you got to invest in something. So it's just like those decisions being made right now without the force. That's what I'm talking about. Those investments are being made now about the future. So I would like to bring up, you know, something you kind of touched on is the stock market. And... I hope that anyone listening to this podcast and thinking that they have their own enterprises or endeavors that are of value, that I would like to say that if you are willing to invest in the stock market but not yourself, you probably should not do what you believe in. But if you believe in something, you should be investing in yourself more than the stock market. Because just like what you and I are talking about now, and we're going to get further into what our personal endeavors yeah, are. I agree. But you should be putting money into your future before you're putting money into Apple or anything else. Because if you are of the belief that you have some sort of value to give to society and all of existence in history, you should put money and time into that more than into any other company that is already in existence. And that might, you know, it's an easy out to say, well, let's invest in Apple or let's invest in Google. But the truth of the matter is, is that if you invest that money into them, you're going to forego the money that you could have invested into yourself to pursue your own dream. I know, but that's only if you have, you know for a fact what your dream is. You know what your path is. You lucked out. You know what your path is. I lucked out. I mean, you know exactly. It's not like I just woke up and I know. Okay, you're right. You're right. Lucked out is not the bad thing, but at least you had. I was dumb enough to believe. No, you knew that that you had a passion for it, right? You knew you had a passion for it, and you went out. You're like, all right, I don't know what. 
I'm sure you didn't know. You just knew. You probably just knew you loved food, right? You just knew you loved cooking. Well, yeah, and that's evolved. It's not like now that I just love cooking. I mean, honestly, there was a point in time in my life where I loved cooking for dogs more than people because dogs are never pissed off at what you make for them. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I, I mean, in a weird fucked up way, like my dream and like what I feel like I need to give to people has changed too, because I realized the fundamental things that I set out to do or change cannot necessarily be as changed as easily as I thought they were with just a speak of the tongue or a whisk of a tool in the kitchen. You know, there's so much more involved to cooking for people and making them understand what's important in life than just putting something that tastes good on a plate. And that's kind of part fundamentally of what it is. Here's the thing. I think with like food is like anything else any other job you have i think it's one of those things where you can tell if someone's ringing it in if someone doesn't really give a shit or they used to have a passion for it and they don't have a passion anymore for it and then they're just calling it in now important business texts are going on right now for those of you that don't know casey is a chef and owns a food truck in the Houston and surrounding areas. I recently been Houston to Tumble and surrounding Lake, areas called Feud Food Music Life. Yes, it's a mantra: food, music, life. And uh, Casey makes food that is not food truck food. He makes actually good shit that tastes good. That should be in a fucking fine cuisine restaurant, yeah. but it just happens to be on a food truck. So if you try it, you will know what I'm talking about. Um, but that's what I'm talking about because your food is, your food is like you could tell you give a sh- you know you're not in it for the money like you just want to put out good food that people that you like and that you care about. And I think it's like you could tell by the the food you make that it's that way. But I think it's that way about anything. No matter what you do, like you're fake if you if you fake the funk if you if your heart's not into it, it will show. Yeah, and I think I'm at that point where my heart's not into the things I'm doing, and it's starting to show. And it feels bad. It feels bad when you're giving out a bad product, and you know, it's because your heart's not into it. Yeah, and it's a hard. It's a hard realization to say to yourself that you're at that point. It's a hard. It's a hard thing. This yeah. It's a hard thing to realize that you're not doing the thing that you want to do, and you don't have a reason why you're not. Why you're not. So, yeah. So that's what my epiphany was. It's just like, where, where will you be where your heart will be into it? Yeah. Where do you go to make sure that your heart's into it and that you're not miserable and you're not making yourself miserable? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's doing what you love is not easy by any means it's it's not like it's dangerous yeah because if you if you suck you know uh, a lot of people say you know you do what you love you'll never work a day in your life you it's it's terrifying because what about if you suck at the fucking thing you love yeah yeah and and nobody can really be or nobody can really like be the judge of that 
except for you. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing that, honestly, I wake up every day and I go, you know, is what I'm doing worth it? You know, but I guess, and part of being on that phone call before we started this whole podcast was podcast was that someone halfway around the globe who I am paying believes in what my dream is of explaining to people how to cook for themselves. And it really does seem like an old fashioned idea at this point in time. Like, it's so easy to commodify your hunger. Every single time you get hungry, if it's one to three times a day, it's so much easier to say, well, I could pay somebody for that than to do it myself. And that's a fundamental part of what I think is so important to people pursuing their dreams is that we all have a basic hierarchy of needs, shelter, love, food. And it's so easy to try and say hey how can i get the world to help me with each of these needs than to say hey how can i actually fulfill these needs yeah i agree that's the other thing too is like yeah you want to go out through your dreams but you don't want to just be the guy that's fulfilling his dreams you also want to help people along the way and you probably most people probably want a family along the way and there's a fine but you only there's only so many hours in, in the day so where do you find the balance and where do you find the energy and where do you find the drive and I get it when people are tired all the time you know parents are tired and people are tired I get it there's not enough hours in the day to do all that and a lot of people don't do all that a lot of people only work and they ignore their family or they only look for their they won't only get to try to get the big house and they don't worry about helping other people or they only help other people and work for family and they're kind of poor you know it's a fine balance between all three and this growing up is deciding which 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 your balance is is going to be trying to get that balance and then trying to live have the money and the time and the energy to pursue that balance that you chose for yourself and doing all those things is a very difficult task that's why being an adult is hard right that's, that's why being you imagine trying to juggle all three of those you know, that's a very hard thing to do. And I don't know. I just, yeah, I just reached that point. You know what? I just reached that point where I'm just like, okay, I have to start making those decisions because I feel like I've been avoiding them at all cost. Because I don't know why. I just never even, I just never even thought of it before, actually. <laughs> it just never even occurred to me, yeah. I guess. So... I don't know. That's where I'm at with my life. And that's that's the crossroads I was telling you about earlier. Yeah, I feel like this is a great <clears throat> episode title of Crossroads. Crossroads? Yeah, because we're Bone Thugs and Harmony is going to be the, uh, the opening song. Let me fix that. That is driving me nuts. That was a little intermission for us. So we've decided that the title of this podcast is Crossroads. Is Crossroads. By Bone Thugs and Harmony. And whew, being at a crossroads, we should talk about something a little bit lighter. What about crossroads? Um, I mean, obviously, it brings a lot of thoughts to mind, particularly Robert Frost and the road less traveled. 
and i don't know what that is no, okay well we read it in high school i think but oh you never you, you read it in high school <laughs> i uh i'm not a reader i'm dyslexic so you're gonna you can explain it to me if you'd like what's it about well, basically... Was Ryan it ever made into a movie? Maybe I saw that. No, no, unfortunately it wasn't. I'm going to try to start reading more. That's a goal of mine that I set for myself. I need to start to try to start reading more. Because I feel like an idiot. Well, you don't have to feel like an idiot for not reading. That's why we're doing a podcast. Yeah, I know, but I feel <laughs> like uh, I'm missing out. Because I, like re- I like to read articles about interesting stuff, but I get halfway through an article and I'm just like, okay, I got the gist of it. I'm on, let me read something else, you know? Yeah. I get very bored very easily. But I do like, I like reading the news. I like reading yeah. about what's going on, but it's just long stories that I, have, I haven't found. I don't, I don't think I've read enough to know what I'm into. And it's, I was like, oh, maybe I'll like what I, my favorite movies are. My favorite kind of movies is rom-coms and I don't want to read rom like romantic novels so i don't know what i should read yeah i don't know what do you like to read um anything and everything i don't uh, think i'm a well, story not, guy not anything and everything to be honest i've kind of been into reading some dual material lately that's about um like anthropology and the different like theories of how people originated in the world and i've been reading this one interesting book called dark emu and it basically makes the argument that there were civilizations on the continent of australia up to eighty thousand bc so like a very very long time ago and it kind of like argues against pangea theory and different kind of um anthropological theories of how people moved around the globe but it kind of goes back to some of what I feel like I've been searching for a lot, which is the origins of where I came from. Why do you care about that? Well, I mean, I think because we all fundamentally have some sort of desire to know where we came from. I don't have any desire. No? I mean, I like to know where... I'm more interested in how man has evolved and the similarities I have with I'm more interested in like how genes are passed on, how ideas are passed on. You know the what was it? There's some experiment where they did I forget what the animal they used were. I think it was mice, where they electrocuted mice in experiment like parents, and then three generations later, oh, I think I'm pretty sure that's what it was. They would let out a, a, a smell into the air and then electrocute mice that were in this box. And then they would take those mice, they would reproduce, 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 and then five generations later, they would monitor the mice, they would release the smell to see if there was a reaction from their, the five generations down, and there was. Yeah. So it basically is saying that the knowledge, just through some sort, we don't know what, is passed along through generation, 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 we scientists have no idea how it is, but we know that it is because it respond. They responded to that through the brain, and I always thought that way about, um, you know, God, a uh, God, obviously, and you know, other things we value is like, you know, of course, like love. And the funny thing is, is I'm sure if you read a diary of a 14 year old from 1706, it 
pretty much be like the diary of a person from you know they would still yeah. probably talk about the same yeah. insecurities the same fears the same worries of course you're gonna have like oh i was you know a bear was gonna eat me today but you know but otherwise the senses would probably still be the same that to me is interesting it's like how are there still racist in 2019 when haven't you seen a documentary and know that you know people are just people and that we're all the same and that we all just have red blood going through our bodies and that it doesn't matter it's it's all and you're wasting so much energy in being racist that you're you could be doing other things with that that's a that's the that's one of the things i think about is like you're wasting so much energy you know like the U.S. and China were wasting so much energy trying to fight wars. We're chasing, wasting so much energy, so many, uh, uh, so much. What's 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 the word? Um, resources. Resources. Thank you. To trying to control people, trying to fight wars. If we took that money and invested in something good instead of evil, how much better the world would be? But for some reason, we know every pretty much everyone knows we should be trying to do good and yet we still fuck up yeah i still fuck up yeah. in my life i know the things i should do i know i should exercise every day i know i should eat right i know i should get up early and and get to my job on time and not be lazy and i have a list of to do things i should do after i get home but i know all this and yet i i get home and i would sit on the couch and i watch tv yeah why i don't understand that why yeah and I mean, I wish I was, you know, I envy of people that have the discipline to get up and go do the things they need to do. And those people are the successful people. Those people are the people that are killing it. And I want to be that person so, so badly, but my brain will, you know, it's that, you know, they call it in gospel, killing your flesh, you know, because your flesh wants to do something and your brain and your spirit wants to do something else. But that is such a hard discipline to teach yourself. And I feel like some people are born with it. You know, not saying it's not fair. Life isn't fair. But I think it certainly comes better to type A personality than type B. And some people are better at it than others. And I find myself in the latter. So I'm interested in that. I am interested in that about people. Not necessarily where we come from, but the study of man and why we're so fucked up and why we continue to be fucked up. And how come we will be fucked up? It's kind of depressing, actually, but I'm interested in that part. I really don't think there is any fixing the fuck up part. Yeah, you're right. I mean... No, man is flawed, for sure. Yeah, as much as I've tried to kind of dissect that part of life... Like you said, I'm going to fuck up. We're going to fuck up. It just happens. And, you know, that's that's a hard thing to come to terms with, that you still want to do good, but you know things aren't going to go perfectly. But at the same point in time, I have not been able... I have not been able to come to any sort of balancing equation to all of my wants and desires and my failures, but I do believe that if you continue to focus on the things that are benefiting others in life, 
you eventually are going to circumvent and supersede your failures more so than you thought. But if you continue to focus on your failures, you're never going to be successful. Right. And even looking on it on the very small scale of like, what did I do today? When you feel like, hey, I fucked up. I didn't do what I wanted. It's it's more so like, are you going to get up tomorrow and eat the same fucking baked potato with cheese and fucking bacon that you're just like so used to eating? Or are you going to try something new? And it's one of those things like even having the food truck, I'll be like, man, this shit's so fucking terrible. But when you just sit back and clean that thing, the easiest thing to say is that it was better than what it was before. And if you look at your life in that same manner, if you say, hey, I did this even though I didn't want to, or, you know, I ate a salad even though I didn't want to, but the doctor told me this was good. If you continue to do that every day, you're not going to focus on the things that you missed out in life, but you're going to focus on the things that you actually progressed with in life. And when you start focusing on like, hey, I didn't take 10 steps forward today, but I took one step forward today. It's so much better than the next day when you're like, hey, I took two steps back. But you can say, hey, I took one step forward yesterday and I know I can take one step forward tomorrow. And that's one of those things where if you just continue to focus on, hey, I'm not going to be able to make this giant leap tomorrow in what I'm doing, but I know if I take small steps forward today, eventually that leap might happen. And that's like one of the cool things. Like I got to cook for Sublime with Rome a few weekends ago. And if I had given up on everything that I had been working towards up until now, that moment would have never happened. (laughs) That's insane. And I could never be like, hey, of all the shit I've done, I cooked for a really cool reggae band that I think is awesome like I would have never had that experience had I not continued to work up until the moment where that finally came and it seems like yes the the road ahead of you is going to be dark especially if you're choosing your own path but if you are determined enough to continue hacking away at it and saying look these are the small steps that I've got to do and when you're looking forward to the big master plan sometimes you don't think you're going to eventually realize the whole thing but know hopefully that there is going to be somebody that's going to come by your side and say yes I believe in what you're doing and that's part of the fundamental beauty of humanity is that we are stronger together and when we try and focus on our own goals yes that can be very hard and we can feel like all of the world is against us but at a certain point in time when we make all of our energy and our positivity known to those around us there are going to be people that come by our side that say i fundamentally believe in what you're doing and i feel like that is one of the most important things in helping other people achieve their goals and what i would love to be able to do day in and day out is just encourage people that if you're doing what you believe you're going that you are born to do right 
eventually somebody's going to catch on <laughs> right, to it. Right, right. You know, and it's like the podcasting thing. Like, you believe in this. And I'm one of the people that's like, yes, we need to podcast. And hopefully there are going, you know, there's other people around you that believe in what you're doing too and vice versa. You come to my food truck. Like, right. there are things that we all know that are beneficial to all of our existences and those things will not be denied or eventually will all cease to exist right and if they don't work out at least you can say you tried now two things you said denzel washington said it best he goes what you were talking about earlier is people eventually someone's going to give you a break he said you there's an old saying if you're if you sit in a barbershop long enough, eventually you're going to get a haircut. <laughs> you're going to get a haircut, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's yeah. Long, it depends on how long you'll be coming back. But the other thing is, is like, you say people will come by your side. And I believe that. You know, you keep working towards something, somebody's going to notice. And eventually, even if it's the right thing, if it's the right thing that you're supposed to be doing, I believe that, I do believe that if you if you keep working at it and you're, and you got, and you do the right things, and when you're at your lowest, somebody or some way, or call it the universe or call it God, will will intervene when you need it the most. You know, some people say it's the universe, some people say it's God. I don't know, but you know what I'm talking about when yeah. you're like, yeah, you, when you're just like at your lowest, and you're like, dude, I can't. I don't know if I can make it tomorrow, or you know, this is like my low point. I don't know if I don't know if I can carry on anymore. I think that's when other people your friends or whoever or whatever steps in and will like pick you up and tell you hey man you can do it one more day yeah i i I do believe in that and it's just more like do you have the balls to get because it's gonna get dark like you said it's gonna get dark it's gonna be a hard road but do you have the balls to try to go down that road and that's the decision that's the hardest that's the when you know it's gonna be lonely and you know it's gonna be cold and hard and uh, do you still choose to do that that way because a lot of people don't a lot of people choose the safe paths a lot of people choose to do the road that's traveled more often and i guess that's every person's choice for themselves yeah so i don't know do you think it's the universe or like do you think that's god do you know what I'm, do you even know what i'm talking about like i know exactly what you're talking about have I you mean. ever had one of those moments i I, I've, I personally i don't think i've ever had like where it was, I can't carry on moments. I don't think I've ever gotten to that point. My stepmom has told me about. I've heard stories from other people where they, where they tell you a story. They're like, at, they're at their wet, it, their wits ends, and they don't know. They don't know. They don't even have a plan. They just said, "Look, I don't know if it's gonna work out tomorrow. I don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Something bad could happen. I could be kicked out of my house. I could lose my job. I could, my kids could go hungry. I've heard those stories, and then for some reason, something intervenes, and it doesn't happen." I've never personally had those. I don't think. I gotta have to think about it. But have you ever had a story like that? I mean, it's been one of those things where I have been in the business cycle long enough to know where you're like, I legitimately don't know how I'm gonna pay my bills. You know, it's like, I don't, I've I've got all this shit. I don't know how I'm gonna pay these people off. And in some way, shape, or form, it's like, well, this lunch went way better than what I expected. I made an additional $500. I can take care of these people that I owed money to now. But at the same point in time, 
in a weird way, I am privileged. In another way, maybe I'm disadvantaged. But I have decided that I'm not going to have children up until now. And I'm 31, going on 32. Most people that are going to have kids have kids by now. Right. So it's it's one of those things that I've foregone a lot of the joys, the contentments, the celebrations of life to be able to pursue what I feel like is my absolute dream. So someone that might be 10 years before me that's 21 that's trying to pursue their dream that maybe has a kid is going to have to make a whole lot more decisions sure. because they are responsible for somebody else that's living. Whereas I can always say, well, I'm not going to eat today or, you know, I'm not going to take that vacation next month or whatever it is that I can forego the monetary value of what I would like to do to put that effort into my company. And someone that has a child may not be able to do that and sleep at night. And I totally get that. And that may make them cut corners that they didn't want to or become something that they had originally thought their dream could be, but then fizzled out because they had to pay their bills. Right. And I'm, I'm not saying that the route that I took is any better or worse than the route that anyone else took, but I am also very spared in the regard that I'm still a lone wolf in, in a certain regard. Like, yeah, I have a girlfriend, but I do not have any responsibility financially except for myself. And someone that may have a child has to make different decisions than I do. They may have to forego their dreams for their children. And that's something that at the same point in time, I don't feel like I could sleep at night if I had a child, that if I brought someone into this universe, that they unwillingly came into existence because of my decisions. And yet I could not tell them how to live a life that is free or to live a life that I feel like is what you need to. And that's one of the great things about my parents is that they have been very encouraging. And it's like, you know, you can do whatever you want. You can suffer. You can fucking be who you want to be. But, you know, this is how life is. And so in the same way, I would feel terrible and I would feel, I guess, broken if I, one, brought someone into this world and could not give them opportunity right. of saying, hey, you wanted to be, and two, brought someone into this world and said, hey, I cannot be who I want to be, so Tell therefore me. you've got to figure out how to exist in this world as well, even though I couldn't. Right. Uh I feel like well, my parents were really young when they had me, and so looking back, like by the time I'm trying to think, by my the time I like right now, my dad, I would have been like 11. At right now, my dad's age, when if I was my dad, he would I would have 11 year old, and I would I would as a second kid, so we'd have 11 year old and a 13 year old. He was my age, and I'm like looking back 
used to, I used to think, like, man, he didn't make the best, you know, him and my mom got divorced. I was like, he didn't used to make the best decisions. And I was like, what the fuck would I would have? I wouldn't have made any yeah. better decisions if yeah, I was exactly. there. the fuck? I would, you know, it's like, I can't blame the guy, you know. I how the What the fuck? I wouldn't have made any better decisions. This I was still try to figure out my whole fucking life. And he, I can imagine having two kids then, you know. So, but you can't. Yes, it's nice if you have support and it's nice if you have people around you that believe in your dreams. But even if you don't, like I said, life's not fair and you have to figure out for yourself your own path. And like you said, you chose to forego those and you chose to forego certain aspects of life and... I don't know. It's so. It, are, do you find yourself in a in a good position? T- in a good position, like do you do you have any? Do you regret not having? Do you regret not getting? I don't regret. I don't think I don't have any big regrets up until this point. I don't think. I'm trying to keep us clean, safe though. That's yeah. my biggest thing. That's one of my biggest things is. I do not want to go. I think that's why old people, old men are bitter and angry, is because they have regret i think regret will eat you alive no matter what it is because there's nothing you can do you know once the time has passed once the once the opportunity has passed there's sorry it's gone and i think that regret will eat you alive and yes you could try to move past and yes you can try to you know it's easy it's i think it might be I don't know about easier. I don't know what's easier. If someone does you wrong or if you wrong yourself, which one's harder to get over? I, I honestly feel like if someone does you wrong, it's easier to live. It's easier, place. right? Because at least you can say, well, that person is fucked up. I didn't do it. But if you say, well, I fucked up. If you say, I miss my kids being born. If you say, well, I was an alcoholic and hit my wife. If you say, yeah. I was a bum and quit my job. You know, there's nothing you can say, but I did that to myself, and I'm paying the consequences for it. Yeah. And I think it's a time thing in a life. That's one of my, yeah, that's, you know, I, I'm not fearful of regret, but it is something that is on my mind constantly, because I think, I, I don't have any, like I said, I don't have any big regrets right now, but I would never want to go I never want to die be on my deathbed and just think about everything that I was meant to do or that I was called to do or I was I was had the blessed with the ability or the um, talent to do to the opportunity the talent to do and I just for no other reason that I just didn't do it for whatever reason or another I just never did it that's got to be a terrible that's gonna be one of the worst feelings in the world. Yeah, that's literally gotta be one of the worst feelings in the world. You're laying on your deathbed, and you're like, "I didn't do this. I could have done that. I wronged this person. I never said I was sorry. I, 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 I blew that opportunity. I wasn't there for my kids. I missed. I'm. I. I, I missed the chance to love my wife or my family. And there's nothing you can do or say to get that back, ever. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone." 
and I, I always think of that like it, it's starting like it's been waning on me more now it's like that's why I had that epiphany. It's like, what am I doing with my life? And do I want to, I want to get to that point where I know that I, at least whenever I get to that point, I don't have any regrets. I don't want to say, I want to just be able to say, well, if it worked out or not for better, for worse, I tried and I did what I thought I thought was right at the moment. And at least I tried. Yeah. And I'm at that point in my life where it's like, okay, the things to try, you decide the things you need to try and you need to decide now and you need to try them. And you need to go after them, and you need to stop fucking around and quit being an asshole and do it, you know? So that's where this is all coming from, is a place where I don't want to have any regrets, and I just want to fucking do it. I don't know. But you're at a good spot, man. You already did it. You already did the fucking thing you want to do, right? Uh, not not quite. But I you're working on it. At least you know can, what it we is. We can definitely get into that, <laughs> yeah. But I guess in, in a small regard, before we move on to what... I'm doing and what I want to do. I feel like from what you have said, at least we are now at that point in time where we know like, hey, these are the decisions that we're making and we're going to regret them if we make the wrong decisions. Right. Yeah, and yeah. like speaking but of I just now I just now realized that. Yeah. I just now yeah. realized that. Speaking I just now I just like woke up, it was like, oh, Okay. Yeah. Like all of a sudden. Yeah. All of a sudden. It just like got dropped to my lap that, yeah. oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Life does go on. This These are is, big decisions. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Life, I'm, I am getting older. I yeah. am going to die one day. I am going to choose if I want a family or not. And then I guess is kind of the beauty of, of maybe hopefully what the listeners and the viewers can take away to. Yeah. Is that if you're young. Yeah. You know that you're going to be like me one day and you're going to have decisions to make. Yeah. And, and hopefully and you have made too much of terrible decisions up to this point. Yeah. Don't make bad decisions. <laughs> yeah. Guys. Don't, make, don't bad make bad decisions. decisions. Don't limit to your options. You want as many options as you can. Because yeah. when you start limiting your options, yeah, you start. It's not saying you have to give up on your dreams, but it definitely does make your dreams way more difficult yeah you get to a shittier and a shittier, shittier quote unquote crossroads, <laughs> crossroads. yeah you know? yeah 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 exactly like, and and maybe that's the cool thing about this whole podcast right now is what we're discussing is that we have kind of facilitated the crossroads that we are currently at up until now and that's really important like going through your life you're always pretty much going to eventually lead yourself to a crossroads and do you want to be in a very very difficult crossroads do you want to be at a crossroads that you almost have to say well i don't have an option because of everything else that has led up until now you don't want that one and i have to take care of these children or i have to take care of x y and z i have to take care of a felony that i fucked up on you know there's so many things right. that can lead you to a crossroads that you're like well fuck and at least if you are not at a crossroads where you're like i'm legitimately fucked here right. you're actually probably in a pretty good spot yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah, like you hey. might yeah and when you do get to a crossroad you do when you do get to a crossroad where you say I'm kind of fucked here. There's even a decision in that because yeah, you can either you can outs. you can either say I'm gonna man up, I'm a woman up, I'm gonna face this head on. I caused this. I'm gonna do it. 
or you can back away shrink away disappear take the yeah, take, take the easy the, road take out take the route that is is simple and then you will be one of those people that goes to their deathbed with regret I guarantee it yeah you will be one of those people you might not see at the time but you will eventually you know you know when you get older if you live if you're you know if you're lucky enough to live to be older at that point yeah you will have regrets no and you will that's when you become you know hindsight is 2020 and yeah. you will look back on your life and you will see the things that you missed and the opportunities that you missed you know and a lot of people you know some people choose that way and some you know some people do man you know some people do like change their lives you know some people hit rock bottom and they bounce back and they become great people i know a couple of people that you know where amazing people where it just adds to their character they fucked up they've been to jail they were addicts they they were terrible people and they've turned it around went 360 and now they said i'm not that person anymore which is amazing uh, you know people that are like that amaze me more than anything yeah it's when you it's when you shrink away or you don't accept that that's the worst where are you going <laughs> We're going to take another break. We will edit this part out. This will be two seconds in your eyes. Yeah, well, we're getting towards the end here. It's already been a fucking hour. Sorry, man. Let's talk about. Uh, you want to talk about what you're doing? 
Yeah, I mean, I'd love to talk about what I'm doing. I guess I would kind of like to talk about um, some of the crossroads that we have been at. Okay. Just because that's kind of the theme of our topic this evening. And um, it's very easy to talk about things in an allegorical or metaphysical sense, but... um, it would be great to kind of give listeners and viewers the opportunity to understand uh, what exactly I mean whenever I say I'm at a crossroads. And um, throughout my life, I've kind of gone through another a number of important decisions that kind of eventually lead you up until now, which is what I'm doing, which is really cool, but um, it's kind of a multifaceted, um, I guess, propagation of talent that I am attempting to send out into the universe. And as an artist, you know, you kind of have to understand where you fit in and kind of what your ultimate goal is in trying to effectuate a change into humanity. So not only am I a cook, but I am a writer and I do feel like I am some sort of performance artist, which leads me into the things that I'm currently doing. So, um, I am working with someone halfway across the world in Australia to make a series of cooking videos that are going to be focused on not only cooking basics, but also local foods and things that people can use kind of in their own cooking technique around the globe. Okay. Um, so it's kind of fun just being able to kind of stand on the edge of that opportunity to where when we were younger, we had dial up internet and nobody could really go viral, quote unquote. But now, uh, 15 years later, you know, we're almost on the latter end of the ability to be some sort of internet sensation at the age we are. So I am attempting to become some sort of viral cooking YouTube sensation. Cooking YouTube guru? Yeah, guru that tells people how to transform the ingredients around them wherever they are on the globe that can give them basically the best nutritional and metaphysical value to cuisine that they could possibly obtain in the geographic region that they are in. Hmm. So um, this is kind of a grandoise plan, and clearly as an American, you just have kind of a one-track mentality of thinking that everybody's going to want brisket nachos (laughs) and, uh, you know, other random shit like that. But um, truthfully, I have had to forego a lot of other economic opportunities to pursue the endeavor of taking the time to implicate this cooking show. And um, it's something that I've definitely been able to integrate into the company as a whole and make money with, but still at the same time, it's kind of a double-edged sword to reveal all of your quote-unquote secrets to everybody that you're feeding. 
Um, so the main kind of inspiration that I'm hoping to accomplish from telling everybody how to cook the food that I make is that it's the challenge of, well, you're actually going to be able to make the food that I make at your house and like do things like put vodka in the agua fresca or do your own mashup on our brisket nachos that you're going to tell people about the at the party about the person that told you how to cook this. So it's kind of one of those things where as a cook, your art is constantly being destroyed you know you are never able to permeate yourself in history as a cook through something that you've created because someone is going to consume it but as the author as the instructor hopefully you will be able to then effectuate your presence in history through your lessons that you have passed down from one generation to the next and I feel like that's something we're fundamentally lacking as humanity is that relevance to cuisine where did your mom teach you how to cook? Did your dad teach you how to cook? Did the people that are passed down from your generational bloodline showing you what's important to them? And I feel like that's something that we do not have anymore. We so much commodify that desire for hunger through a corporation quickly in this generation that we do not, like, put an emphasis on the importance of your own route to happiness, your own ability to create your completeness through food, and that secret that is passed down from generation to generation that is now all of a sudden the Raising Cane's recipe. <laughs> you know, yeah. so... So I think that's kind of part of why I'm doing these cooking shows is to show people that you can make yourself happy through cooking and it's really not that fucking hard. Right, right. And and that's what I feel like what you were asking me, like what is my most like I guess important or desirable goal that I want to leave people with yeah. is is not anything that I create but more so that fundamental process of building other people and yourself stronger through your own understanding that you can determine your happiness and like contentment through the things that you consume nice what made you think do this international what makes you think you could teach an asian person how to cook Ooh, that's a good question yeah because you only yeah or like what made you want to try to do international i guess uh it was me stupidly enough thinking that if i could teach one person i could teach everyone else how do you know what ingredients they'll have they'll have different ingredients they will you're right they will but you have to look it up by location like what these people have at their their supermarket okay so here's kind of the the um behind the scenes concept of what i think the whole cooking show is really based around and there's three pillars to all of cuisine there is fire yeah there is water yeah and there is the blade or technology Mm -hmm. and so you have to use some sort of combination of heat 
and water content and technological development, wherever the when, however that be, the knife, the sous vide, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you have to use some sort of advancement of humanity because that's what makes us different from all of the other species right. around on this globe is that we modify our foods before we intake them. Right. So it's kind of that basic triangle of cuisine that then allows us to move into every other sort of uh, taste bud desirability that then allows the facilitation of cooking and enjoyment. Hmm. Yeah, but how do you know what ingredients they have in their local supermarket? Are you going to do this by region? Like, oh, you in Australia, you'll make this. Well, I no, I, I I'm not that far. I guess I need to go to Australia and I need to do a season of. That's what I'm saying. Shows. We need to take international. What is that? I've been at another crossroads. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is interesting. So, do you have videos already? Yeah, I actually do have some videos on the Food Music Life channel Ooh, on YouTube. Okay, you can uh, check out about ten videos there. The season that I am currently in post-production of, we have developed a couple of episodes that we have not released yet, um, and hopefully they will be out soon on that same YouTube channel. Nice. Nice. Wow, that's an interesting endeavor. Yeah, I mean, and that's just part of what I'm doing. I mean, so you talk about being Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's your newest one? Yeah, that's well. That's the one that I'm putting the most effort into. Of course, I have the food truck, right. food music life, and that is in operation. That I would love to cater your wedding or special event for. How do they find you? Uh, follow us on social media, Food, food music, music Life on Instagram or YouTube, and of course, you can find us on Facebook. Also, if you would like to dial the phone number of two eight one. Eight one four seven nine nine zero. You can call me directly and say, "Hey, I need you," and I'll be there. You're gonna as get as long it. as the price is right. You're gonna get a bunch of gay dudes hitting <laughs> you hey, up. Hey, I'll cook for you. <laughs> I'll make I'll make love to you, and then I'll cook for you afterwards. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. So we are talking about a crossroads. Yes. And, you know, you and I are both at a crossroads. Yes. Do you feel like there is any sort of, you know, I guess, kind of restitude or peace that can be derived from having to make a decision? If it's the right decision, yeah, of course. Okay. Yes, of course we want to make the right decision. But just saying making a decision in general? Yeah, you and I both know we've made the wrong decision before, and that's okay too, right? I mean, yeah, there is. Of course, no one's. I know, of course, no one's perfect. Of course. I feel like yes, there is. There is indecision is not a good thing. Well, not even indecision, but you're putting a lot of weight on the decision itself. And I feel like I've made enough bad fucking decisions (laughs) that you can still learn and correct the mistake from a bad decision. You can. 
but you still want to try to avoid those at all costs, right? Because <laughs> yeah, they yeah. do set you back. If you and if you make enough of them, you know, you make enough bad decisions, it will hold you back. Yeah, you're right. You're so the right. idea is to avoid them at all cost and to try your best, get in, gather as much information you can, and follow your heart, which is what everyone says to make the decisions. And yes, there's got to be. I think. I think. I think making a decision, even if you, even if it was the wrong decision, if you made the decision going into it, uh, believing that it was the right decision, and you weighed all your options. Then yeah, of course, there's got to be some relief. Even if it may, as long as you considered everyone, all the facts, everyone's feelings, all the your own motives behind it. If your own, I think if your own motives behind the decision were well intentioned, if you were considering other people's feelings, if you're considering everything that would affect in your life, and you, you took in all the factors that you could, and then you made a decision based on that, even if it was the wrong decision, you can still say, "Well, I I considered that. I can see that it turned out it, it went the opposite way that I thought it was going to be." But I did consider that, and it went the wrong way. But there's nothing is is because it's out of my control, you know, you know. Yeah. But you know, there's things in life, there's things in the world that are out of control. So, of course, you're gonna try to plan for that. But you can only plan so much. You can't control the weather. You can't control uh, bad luck. You can't control what other people's emotions or feelings. There's things that you can't control that are gonna be affected by the decisions you make or that are going to affect the decisions you make and things like that are out of control so you have to say to yourself I made the decision I, I did the best decision I can and that's it and that is a relief that is uh, yeah for sure that is gonna it's better than being indecisive you yeah. know <laughs> yeah. yeah indecisiveness will drive you nuts Maybe that's kind of somewhat of what our maturity level has really brought us to. Is that like we recognize that even if we have to make a bad decision now, that bad decision might actually help us make a good decision later. Because you'll learn from it. And of course, that's kind of part of the fear, too, is like, well, shit, I don't want to make a bad decision. But at least we are. might be to the point of where if we recognize that we made a bad We've, decision yeah. years or six months down the right. road experience it's called experience life experience that's what yeah. it's called you've had enough life experience that yeah. you realize that this person's full of shit i've done that before and it sucked yeah. i had that hangover before i didn't give that effort before I got my heart broken before. Yeah, I believed this person. Yeah, I believed have. this person. I yeah, I was naive enough at this point to where you start to realize like okay, that's just becoming that's just what we call maturity, right? So maybe we're at a never-ending crossroads. <sighs> and unfortunately, as hard as it is, we've just got to kind of recognize that it's always the opportunity, it's always the opportunity. to be who you want to be. Or, you know, just give up. Yeah. Not, so, not in a certain way, but... Yeah. So get out there and make it happen, bitch. Get out there. Get out and there and make it happen. it happen. Get out there. I feel like that's a good place to stop, Casey. We've already done an hour and eight minutes. Can you okay. believe that? We are at a crossroads. We are at a crossroads. We're going to tell you to make your own fucking yeah. decision Quit being right a little now. bitch. Don't be a bitch. 
Yeah, don't follow Food Music Life. Please on, follow Food Music Life on, on YouTube. On and YouTube, on Instagram. And follow Fresh Off the Dome on YouTube and Instagram. Fresh Off the Dome. If you need catering, he gave his number earlier. Be sure to call him up. 281-814-7990. Thank you for tuning in to Fresh Off the Dome. We will see you soon. Have a great fucking week. Take care. Bye. And you're at the crossroads. <laughs>